welcome. Today is Tuesday. It's June 7th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. I slept well last night. I'm energized. Can you tell? Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning to all the rest of you, whether you're watching live later or listening. Uh, Stacy says, happy birthday eve to me, to, to Jeremy. That's me. Thank you. Yes, tomorrow is my birthday. Technically, my I was born at like 1130 at night. So um, it's, a, it's a long ways into tomorrow, but, you know, that's just how we do it. So, uh, hello to Mark and Gad. How are you? How was Monday? What did you do? I had meetings like all day, pretty much all day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I had seven meetings yesterday. It's insane. It's too many meetings. Have I ever shared with you Jeremy's corollary of meetings? The more people that show up at a meeting, the less that gets done. Fortunately, these are all one-on-ones. One-on-one meetings, you can knock it out real quick. One of them was 15 minutes, and we accomplished so much. When I get on a meeting with someone that I know and we're both focused and we crank it out, that particular meeting, ironically enough, the 15-minute meeting was about the next steps in a thing that I've wanted to do for a long time. I've hinted at this. I'm not ready to announce it, but it is a thing. We have a tentative date for this fall. And if it goes the way I want it to, it will completely upend a certain element in the industry. We do a bunch of those things, don't we? Things that everybody's like, let's do it like this. And we're like, okay. And then Whistlekit comes along and we're like, nope, we're doing it like this. Good morning, John. Good morning, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew says, I'm up early to go see a certain special someone. It's Jeremy, LOL. Yes, Andrew is coming up. We're going to record some episodes, some Thursday episodes. And once we are done with that, I'm calling it. We're going to go to lunch and birthday celebrations begin. And by celebrations, I mean I have gardening that I'm going to do. Because I like doing that stuff. I like digging in the dirt. In fact, um, just confirmed with someone yesterday. I am caretaking for their farm. It's it's not a big farm, but if you remember a couple years ago, the Icelandic sheep, it's that farm. So uh, there will not be any first cup recorded from there, but I will likely be posting a bunch of pictures because it's a fun spot. Uh, good morning to Dirty Jobs, Brian, Stacy. Wow, look at everybody. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Andy. Look at everybody coming in. Gad says, had the day off to do wit, or, or had the day off due to wit Monday. I don't know what that is. What is that? Is that a typo for white? I wouldn't know what that is either. Just did some stuff around the house, watched an episode of Stranger Things season four, loving it. Um, about Stranger Things. How many of you remember Into the Badlands? 
How many of you remember in season, was it three and four, Sherman Augustus? Big, badass, Taekwondo dude came on the show. They cast him for season five. I saw him posted on Twitter and I was like, no way. I guess I actually have to like catch up on Stranger Things. And, and he wrote back, like, we have that kind of relationship that he actually engages when we put stuff out about him. He's a great guy, a wonderful actor. So I'm excited to see him in that. No martial arts, but that's okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Dirty Jobs is micro. <laughs> Mike's been on the show a couple times. Um, Jenny says, I loved Into the Badlands. It was a great show, wasn't it? I was having a conversation with someone the other day talking about Into the Badlands and how... You know, I, I think Badlands and the promotion that they did and reaching out to us was such a great indication early on of what we were working on. I had flown out to, to Vegas to go to the new warehouse. This is 2017. I flew back. I got off the plane. I turned my phone on and there was an email from AMC saying, would you like to have Daniel Wu and Emily Beecham on your show? And I was like, And I put the phone down and I just kind of I kind of breathed. I was like, because that was the first time we'd received any high level interest. And sadly, it's been a little while since we've had any. Well, that's not true. We've had other people of caliber reach out to us for various things. It's not always stuff that we're going to do. Um, a lot of people think that we're a good angle if they're going to. If they're going to get if they're going to have a, a, an MMA fight. Um, no, no, it's not really us. Ah, okay. So Gad says, Whit Monday is the day after Pentecost. Whitsome. Okay. Stacy remembers Badlands. Jenny says, yay, Sherman Augustus. His interview is part of our Into the Badlands book. That's right. We do a bunch of themed books. And just as an aside, if any of you have like a collection of, of episode transcripts that you think should become a book and you're willing to help with it, Jenny will put you to work and then there'll be a book and your name can be mentioned in the credits and then there'll be a book. We sell like some books, not many, some. It's hard. We keep working away on it. <laughs> Stacy says, so I don't know how you're how you're writing this, Stacy, but I'm reading it in Dave Chappelle's voice. Books and books and books and books and books. There's a which which sketch is it? No, it's it's one of the episodes of Chappelle's show where he rolls out to the the commercials and he says we have jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes and that's how I'm reading that. Books and books and books and books. Right on. Um, so that's today. That was yesterday. Um, the thing that is coming, the thing that we're, we're doing, is going to be a fast turnaround. Faster than I would like it to be. But I'm probably going to reach out to a bunch of you for help. This is, this is huge. Let's put it this way. This one thing 
if it goes off well, and the goal, the goal for the first time we had ever do anything is just break even. If we get it right, not only does it upend this segment of the martial arts industry, it on its own could make and keep us profitable. It's that big. I'm just saying. Casey said, never seen a Chappelle show. Uh, but that's roughly what I'm hearing. It's on Netflix. It is. Those of you who have seen Chappelle's show, how would you describe it? I would say that despite being, what, 15 years on now, it is still the most intelligent sketch comedy ever put together. It, it, is, it is political. It is insightful. It is absolutely brilliant because Dave Chappelle is brilliant. And the people he had involved on that show were brilliant. Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie, who's passed on, was involved. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, if if you're if you like your comedy to be PG, it's not for you. But it is amazing. Um, is there anything else going on today? Don't forget, Andrew. Andrew, are we doing a Q and A Q&A today? Is there going to be a live episode that we can we can tell these peeps about? <sighs> Coffee is good. Uh, by the way, we've got some stuff from Frank. We're going to talk about audiobooks. I didn't, I don't think I posted anything on Facebook. I don't always remember. Let me look. Ah, yes, I did. And you all can go over there because some of you answered this, and this was a fun question. This show obviously doesn't have co hosts, it doesn't have guests. But let's say you wake up one morning and you connect to the feed, and there's someone sitting here with you. Who would you want that to be? It could be anybody, because let's face it, it's not going to happen. But who would you want it to be? Who would be the best first cup co-host or guest that you could imagine? I have thoughts. And we've got, looks like, five comments in here. So I'll read those later on. But gives you a chance to go answer that. Overder. Gad says, agree with you 200% on the Chappelle show. And Andrew says, yes. So um, somewhere between, let's call it like 10 and noon, probably between 11 and noon Eastern time, we will do a live episode. So just pay attention. Uh, we're going to stream that at a stream yard as we do this show. So um, we'll do Facebook. I don't, I don't remember if we do anything beyond Facebook. I think we've just been doing Facebook, but we'll see. Um, and I think the only other thing to report, oh, I went shooting last night and it's really interesting how much the biomechanics coming out of martial arts impact my shooting. It continues to blow me away. Here's a good example. So I'm doing something. Yesterday, I'm doing these drills, and the short of it is, when this arm is extended straight, I'm good. As this arm crosses my body, I'm not so good. And so we're working on stance and things like that. It just It's flashbacks to martial arts. It's like, okay, well, we got to adjust your stance. And I'm thankful that I have an instructor who knows 
what I do and respects what I do in the martial arts world. So we can we can talk about these things. We were also talking about some other stuff in terms of defensive postures and scenarios and he said something about um actually he asked me a question we were talking about um circumstances under which you might lose one arm and he's like you know bat defense he's like how do you teach that and i was like well you know most people are going to do this and he's like yeah in law enforcement we teach this and so it was i was in my element getting to talk about self-defense great time Stacy says, bummed I will miss today's live. I will be at an event at Hula from 10 to 12. We'll have fun over there. And uh, look at that. Oh, dude, how do I block this person? I need to block this person. I don't know how to do that. Well, oh well. That's fine. I guess I will just let them sit there. Um... Oh, and I woke up and there was a raccoon digging in my bean garden bed on the camera, and that was upsetting. Um, one, because raccoons can be incredibly destructive. I haven't seen one here in years. And two, get out of my beans. And three, I'm hopeful he wasn't, he, she wasn't digging into something else. Very annoyed. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the stuff that Frank gave us. So June is audiobook month, and Frank gave us some things about audiobooks. Have you listened to any interesting audiobooks lately? Yes, I listen to audiobooks constantly. All right, so here's the deal. So for those of you who don't know the layout of audiobooks, Audible is the biggest audiobook house in at least English-speaking world, I think everywhere. We at Whistlekick have two audiobooks. Faith, the novel that I wrote, is available in audio form, as well as Martial Artist Handbook. I recorded both of them myself. They're over there. You can check them out. We sell, like, some. Very, very few. But you can check them out. The best deal on audiobooks tends to be with these kind of lesser-known authors who will wrote, write a series and then release it again with the whole thing. They call it a box set. You know, just like you would buy a box set of books, they do a box set of audiobooks, and I'm using air quotes, because it's not, it's not a physical thing. A lot of what I listen to is, first off, it's driven by the reader, not the, not the author, and most of it's in the post-apocalyptic space because there's a ton of that stuff that is narrated by this one guy that I really like and they're fun you know they're just kind of they're nothing you have to listen to too seriously and they're they're generally high energy so I'm listening to them when I'm working in the garden or whatever it just kind of keeps me up and moving around so the two readers that I listen to the first one primarily is this gentleman named Kevin Pierce. And if you listen to his voice, you will understand. His voice is has this gravelly quality that it's not the same as Sam Elliott, but it's you can see it from there. And I and I like it. It's a very calm, confident voice and I just I like the way he narrates. He's, he does a great job. 
you know the other person that I I listen to that I like and he does a really good job as well and he actually do, like does voices when he reads Bronson Pinchot does that name sound familiar to people who are roughly my age or older Bronson Pinchot aka the sitcom Perfect Strangers aka Valky Bartakamus yeah that guy reads audiobooks how did I find that out? I was listening to an audiobook, and it was by so-and-so, narrated by Bronson Pinchot. And I was like, wait a second. That Bronson Pinchot? Why that guy's name is stuck in the back of my brain, I have no idea. Couldn't tell you who the other guy on the show was. But once in a while, my brain comes through with something that has very little value to me, and that was one of those things. And I just listened to a whole series that he narrated. And we've engaged on Twitter a couple times. The guy has way too small of a following for what he's done. But he does a lot of audiobooks. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, Andrew says, if you want to ask a question for the live show later, uh, give him a private message. And Mike says, we've done an entire seminar of disabled defenses adapting to lots of armor wear. That's awesome. I think that that's really important. It's something that seems to happen more in the firearms world than it does in the martial arts world. You know, we, we've all wrenched a leg or a shoulder and gone, ah, and maybe we don't break that arm or that leg or that foot, but we can imagine that it could happen you don't really do real training with less. And then, and now everybody's chiming in with Balky, Jenny and Gad and Kelly. Oh, Balky. <laughs> Hello, Lizzie. Um, oh. Andrew says, I couldn't tell you the actor's name, but the character was Larry Appleton. Wow. Young Andrew. I've got like, I don't know, a hundred something books in here. If you're new to audiobooks, here's what I would suggest you start with. A Walk in the Woods by, um, shoot, what's his name? Hold on. This is why I keep my phone here. A Walk in... Bill Bryson. I don't know why I couldn't find that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Bill Bryson actually lives in Hanover. Uh, I've been watching. He has not done any local readings. He's getting getting on there in years. A Walk in the Woods. It was turned into a movie. I didn't watch the movie. But the book itself, he reads it. And anytime you have the author read a book, it's generally better. And it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. He's got this interesting sense of humor that is somewhere between American and British. And it's a little bit understated, but it's not quite as understated as typical British humor. And it's hysterical. I would, it is the only audiobook I have laughed out loud, like actually laughed. I would encourage you to check that out. Everybody gets a, a, a free credit, free audible credit. Um, if you haven't signed up before, although you could use it to get faith, which I think you should, because I read that. And I'm proud of that story. But if that's not your cup of tea or coffee or whatever you drink, you can get that. 
uh, notice that I'm not giving you a code. We don't spot. We are not sponsored by Audible like every other podcast on the planet. Have you listened to any Wuxia type of books lately? No. In fact, I was unaware that this genre translated there. So I'm going to appeal to everyone else. Do you have anything in the Wuxia space as an audiobook that I should check out? Who's crashing through my woods? I'm on edge because of this raccoon. They can be incredibly destructive when I'm using Bright Fire. Uh, landscaper came, cut the grass. Did a great job cutting the grass. Did not do a great job with where the grass was discharged. Frustrated. But the grass looks better. I just have to do a bunch of raking. And funny enough, um, he moved the compost bucket and then moved it back with the mower. I was sitting right here. I watched it. It was brilliant. And Frank's giving us some titles to consider. Available on Audible. The Gift of Fear, Survival Signals that Protect Us from Violence by Gavin DeBecker. Protecting the Gift, Keeping Children and Teenagers Safe and Parents Sane by Gavin DeBecker. Be Water, My Friend, The Teachings of Bruce Lee by Shannon Lee. Breathe, A Life and Flow by Hickson Gracie, Peter McGuire. Against All Odds, My Story by Chuck Norris, Ken Abraham. Hey, and the, those are my, those are me. Faith, a story of unlikely heroes in a grim world, the Katana Chronicles, book one by me, and the martial artist handbook by me. There you go. Uh... Thank you. Mike says, depending on how early I get to work, I listen to you or an audiobook. Well, cool. Thank you. What are you listening to? If any of you guys have other audiobook suggestions, drop them in the chat. Let, let's share them. I, I love audiobooks. I really do. Because the majority of podcasts out there are, they're nonfiction. And sometimes you like a good story. The only thing I'm aware of that continues that is fiction that is released in podcast form is something that's been around for a while called we're alive and it's about zombies and they do a phenomenal job and they're on like the fifth or sixth season they it takes them a while to put it together because they use different voice actors and everything but if you like zombies and you want some of the best zombie audio entertainment that you will ever find we're alive check it out Frank says, I haven't listened to it yet, but A Hero is Born is supposed to be a good Wuxia title. Cool. Thank you. All right. Let's take a look, and you guys can keep dropping those in there. I want to see what you said about this, though. Ah, Josh is absolutely correct. The Harry Potter series read by Jim Dale is good. Yes. Those Harry Potter audiobooks. Um, I'll be honest. I have not read the books in paper but I have read them in listening. I don't know. Some people argue about whether you can call that reading or not. I, I think it's splitting hairs. I don't think it really matters. All right. Andrew's on his way. And where's Facebook? Let me share that. 
Josh says the Rogue Angel series on graphic audio is quite good. That is not the right thing to share. Thank you. Cool. All right, keep keep dropping them. I'll keep I'll keep posting them. Those of you who have never tried audiobooks, I really think you should. So here's the question. This show doesn't have co-host or guests, but who would the greatest co-host or guest imaginable be? I want I want to know. I want you to tell me. Mark says, Chris Farley or Bruce Lee? It's a toss-up. Obviously, both are gone. If Chris Farley was here, I think we would have an eight-hour episode. And I think I would struggle until the caffeine kicked in. I've known people who I think just obviously I don't know Chris Farley did not know Chris Farley but hearing people talk about him as being so genuinely funny and so very much being on all the time I've known people like this I find people like this difficult when I'm tired or stressed, right? Like when I first get out of bed, if I sat down here and Chris Farley was right here, be like, hey, calm down. Daniel says, Chuck Norris, obviously. Chris says, me. And you know what? I could, I could totally see Chris on this couch. All right, what are the rest of my comments? Nish says Juan Valdez. Does anyone know who Juan Valdez is? That was Folgers, right? The coffee guy? I know it was the coffee guy, but I'm pretty sure it was from Folgers. Uh, and LK says Node Neo Lahat. I don't know who that is. Can someone tell me who that is? So how about the rest of you? What do you think? Who should be on my couch in this figurative imagination way? Um, put the tank top up on whistlekick.com yesterday. So uh, if that sells decently or if we get a number of requests, it's a different template for the women's um, the women's tank top. So I'm, and because there is a huge split in our revenue on men's versus women's clothing, or I should say unisex and men's versus women's clothing. Um, we're not going to do a win women's version unless I hear from a number of you that if we do it, you will buy it. So go check out that tank top if you haven't seen it. Uh, uh, Kelly says, Robin Williams. There's somebody else who was always on. I loved Robin Williams. Absolutely loved Robin Williams one of the most brilliant people I've ever seen, not seen in person, but would love to share a couch with him. Gad says, not really an audiobook, but I love the Doctor Who plays by Big Finish. I don't. I have friends who are very much into Doctor Who. Jenny says, part of the experience of reading a book is holding the book in my hand, smelling the pages, watching 
the binding gently creased as I delve further through the story. I get it. Plenty of people. And it doesn't mean that just because you read a book physically that you can't also enjoy audiobooks. It's a different experience. And I suspect for people who really prefer a physical book, hearing the author read may be of more appeal to you because there are bits that you can't even describe that come through when the author reads their own story. Stacy says the Whistlekick fam co-host, Mr. Wu himself. Um, well, Dennis kind of is the only person to ever be on, if I remember correctly, a first cup episode. Has anybody else other than the cat? Has anybody else ever been on a first cup episode besides Dennis? I don't think so. Gad says, Sensei Seth, you two make a great duo. I really liked when we worked with Sensei Seth. Super nice guy. He's done some good work. Uh, Josh says, Bill Wallace should be a guest host. I don't know that he would get it. Actually, maybe he would now. He's done enough of the Wednesday stuff. I really, I really like Bill. I like talking with Bill. I really enjoy talking with Bill when, when it's one-on-one. -on -one. We've got, we've got enough time in now that he lets his guard down a little bit. You know, when there's dozens of people around looking for autographs and do you, here's what happens to Bill all the time. Do you remember in 1989, you did a seminar in Peoria and I was there with my brother and you told us to do this. And he's like, yeah. And if it was anybody else, I wouldn't believe that he remembered, but Bill remembers everything. It's insane. But when everybody's not around and we can just kind of have a conversation, I really enjoy that. It doesn't happen often though. Stacy says, the guest for first cup or otherwise I most want to hear, Jet Li. Would love Jet Li. Mike says, I protected Robin in Kuwait when he did a USO tour. Oh, that's super cool. Dennis is suggesting a color commentator with quick wit, Mr. Frank Wood. Frank would make a wonderful guest host. Jenny loves Doctor Who. Sad she doesn't have access to the recent season since it left Amazon a couple of years ago. Kelly says, I've gone Kindle just because it's cheaper than buying the book. I'm amazed that so many younger people who do everything via electronics still prefer the real book. There's a, it's about the experience. You know, it's the same reason we still have movie theaters. Let's face it. Most of us can get just as immersive at home with a, you know, how many of us have 60 plus inch TVs at home now? You know, if you move the chair a little bit closer, kind of the same thing in terms of how it fills your fills your your field of view but there's something about sitting in a theater with everyone else it's a shared experience and that experience is different in the theater with other people versus at home solo or even with a handful of friends or your family book kind of the same way some people there's a there's a, an experience there holding a book 
and I get it. The, the last, and if anybody who solves this problem will be a multi-billionaire, the last place, let's see if anybody gets this and then, then we're gonna go. What is the last place that technology really has no good answer? Something that occurs in our day-to-day -day life, something that we have taken for granted for a very, very long time, and yet something that is driven or that drives a huge amount of money. We'll give you a minute to guess. Gad is suggesting to Jenny, there are ways to download it. Stacy says, and I know Stacy loves books, there is a ritual and experience to a real book. I find audiobooks a challenge. I keep trying. My shelves would appreciate the rest. So Stacy, you're 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 close. Clothing is sort of related. Let's see if anybody else has it has a guess. Here's a hint. I'm looking at one of them right now. I'm gonna let Jenny and Gad have a chat about that. They're, they're discussing how she can get a hold of Doctor Who. Uh, Stacy says shoes. Nope, we gotta take a step back from that even more. catalogs. Tell me that no matter how much technology you have, no matter what the website is, sitting down with a catalog and paging through and looking at your options doesn't have a much more pleasant, effective experience. We have no, we still don't have a way of solving that general visual-based browsing. And people have tried to do it. Pinterest tried to do it. Lots of things have tried to do it, but there's something about being able to flip pages through, flip through pages. It's a lot more pleasant in a catalog. So there we go. We did a short catalog once. It is my hope that someday as Marshall Journal print edition grows, that uh, Justin and I have talked about that. Actually, Justin and I have a meeting today, but we have talked about how we would incorporate certain whistle kick elements, certain commercial whistle kick elements. So there's a little bit, you know, probably 5% of the, the, the pages have a little bit of a catalog feel because that would be cool. But we're not there yet. Still looking for a salesperson. I got somebody that I think is going to do it, but we can have more than one person. So if anybody out there knows somebody who wants to be a salesperson, still looking for you. Frank says, my mom is the catalog queen. Jenny says, since being a kid, I've loved flipping through catalogs and physically circling my favorite items, not the same electronically. I'm looking at a catalog of Jeep parts over there. I've spent time on the very same website. I find things in the catalog and I'm like, oh, okay. Because there's something about being able to very quickly look side by side at things. My suspicion is that it will require 
screen technology becoming thin enough, flexible enough, and cheap enough that we essentially have a digital catalog that you can pick up and you can flip through and it, it downloads the images. I think we're going to have to get there. Kelly says, oh, I still remember getting excited around Christmas time for this year's holiday catalog. It was more like a book. Oh, that thing was huge. I might have still literally called the wish book. Time to go. I'm gonna go get ready for my day. I'm gonna, I gotta cut my hair. I took a shower already, but I didn't feel like cutting my hair first thing. I'm gonna cut my hair so I can look pretty for the live show later. I hope you all have a great day. Uh, if you see me tomorrow, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm still unsure. Um, leaning towards yes, though. I have no no big plans for this evening. And I want to enjoy my birthday. So I'm going to probably get up at the same time, whether I set an alarm or not. So I will most likely see you tomorrow. Hopefully we've got enough time in that if I call an audible first thing in the morning and I don't show up, you won't hate me. Worst case, I'll see you on Thursday. Uh, hope to see you for the live episode, the Q&A episode in a few hours. And that's it. Remember, if you want to support us, then it says, this is close to the record for the longest first cup. It absolutely is. I don't like going this long, but I appreciate that you all remain. Remember, if you want to support us, we've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. We've got the code firstcup15 to save 15% at whistlekick.com. And if you want the entire list, if you are part of the family, go to whistlekick.com slash family. Check out all the things. I updated it yesterday. Where did I put it yesterday? Oh, yeah, you should go check that out. We are the only martial arts morning show. We go live 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, five days a week. And if you've got questions or comments, we've got the Facebook page, or you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. I appreciate you one and all. I hope to see you back here the next time I'm here, most likely tomorrow. That's it. Take care, everybody. Be well. Peace. All right, I'm going to read this before I go. Jenny says, yep, time to end the show. Lilith pooped. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>